You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live as we're heading into our last segment in this uh, busy broadcast morning. Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross, priest of the Diocese of Fargo here at our Grand Fork Studios. Just a reminder of the podcasts that are available of the Real Presence Live programs, which air five days a week uh, from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And uh, that's 8 to 10 a.m. Mountain. Um, If you are unable to catch those on the air and your uh, local station or affiliate, you can uh, download those podcasts to listen to anytime. We also air the Encore presentations most every Saturday of the week's Real Presence Live programs beginning at 6 a.m. Central, 5 a.m. Mountain Time on Saturdays going straight through from Monday through Friday. So there are additional opportunities to catch things that, that you may have missed. You know, earlier we had that question come up about uh, the Psalms and and the Rosary and these things, and I, it got me thinking here, you know, as priests, we pray those psalms often. We pray the rosary often. And yes. And those psalms, the individual, they kind of become like friends to you. Every time you encounter them, there's certain memories, certain things mm-hmm. that go, and it becomes this kind of living thing. You know, Real Presence Radio is a, a lot like that. And, and the other hosts as well, outside of Real Presence Radio, the, or the live part of it, they really become like your companions, your friends, and your Christian walk or whatever. And it really so like when you're talking about the podcast or these different things, yeah. it's it's like praying those psalms. You you go back, you grab them, you pray with them. And it brings back memories. It's a comfort, I guess. And when it comes to spirituality, I mean, they're revealing a deep part of themselves. It's not just let's say you know sports talk radio where somebody ha- is a fan of this team or that you know, but exactly. it, it really goes to a, a deeper level of relatability with uh, uh, the the hosts um, on the EWT. Ave Maria, the various uh, so the whole, resources. Yeah, the whole Real Presence Network re- really becomes a source of comfort for people who are out there just as we go through the difficulties of life. And, and what, a, what a privilege to yep. just be part of that. And we have uh, one more conversation that's c- coming up here uh, with a gentleman from the Augustine Institute, Eddie Trask. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Thank you both for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we're grateful that you're able to spend some time. Um, a number of our parishioners will be familiar with Augustine Institute products. I know we um, decided to order at our parish the uh, Christophonic book. Uh, I believe it's called Finding Joy, which was offered at uh, a discount rate for um, a, a bulk order. And uh, there are numerous different things that are available. Could you just tell us a little bit, first of all, about uh, that organization and what the Augustine Institute is all about? Absolutely. So the Augustine Institute was started about 16 years ago, so 2005, as a graduate school. This was under Archbishop Chaput, um, so it was co-founded by Dr. Tim Gray and Dr. Jonathan Reyes. And since that time, it has grown immensely. And so we like to think of the Augustine Institute as kind of the core of it being bearing witness to the truth. And within that, there are four key areas that we focus on. Understanding the faith, living the faith, sharing the faith, and supporting the faith. So the graduate school, which offers three different master's degrees in theology and the like, um, that's understanding the faith, and that's how it all started. But as the, as the lay apostolate grew, it got into living the faith, which is more about parish programs and sacramental prep, and adult formation, and things like that. 
And then on the sharing the faith side, once you have people that are equipped, you can go to places like formed.org. I don't know if your uh, listeners are familiar with formed, but that's a parish um, multimedia platform that people can access movies on, different audio things, books, etc. And that's more of a distribution and publishing. So formed is currently in 8,000 parishes. And so the point there is just to further expand this mission of bearing witness. And then lastly, supporting the faith, which is, which is tied to donations. And there's a group called the Mission Circle that is part of the Augustine Institute. And that's just this community of donors that really invest in all of those things I just mentioned, whether it's formed or the graduate school or getting sacramental prep in various parishes. So, so Eddie, are, are you familiar with the Five Stone grouping? For yeah, very, very could, could much. Could you so. tell our yeah. listeners a little bit about that? Like, because I mean, I'm so I work with Bethlehem community myself, so I'm kind of part of that in a way. Could you let people know about that umbrella as well of outreach? Well, my understanding of Five Stones and how I interact with them is, you talk about a place that can support everything I just mentioned from a fulfillment standpoint, from a customer service standpoint answering questions when people are confused about where do I go for this, that, or the other, because it's a lot. When your apostolate grows at a rapid rate, you need to have that support that can guide people, whether they're a novice, maybe they're people that are just getting ready for RCIA. And I think Five Stones is that invaluable arm of Augustine Institute that really helps Make sure that balls are not being dropped, <laughs> even even from a you know, warehouse fulfillment standpoint. Yeah, you know? and I, I was thinking of it too is just that um, you know in the church sometimes we don't do a good job of being cooperative with all these different resources that we have and working together, kind of a thing. So it, it is an inspiration there of you know Father Fascio's bigger vision of all these different apostolates actually coming together and having a way to, you know, just evangelize. Um, yeah, and uh, just uh, yep. to, to give people an update of all the different things, we could spend a lot of time talking about these numerous um, offerings. AugustineInstitute.org is a great website to get a person started on those various resources. The main reason, Eddie, why we have asked you to join us today is about an app called Amen that uh, Augustine Institute has launched. Uh, can you tell us what that's all about? Absolutely. So we just launched it last week, and it's a the way we think of it, the way to talk about it is it's a free prayer, meditation, and scripture app, and we wanted to enter that that space. You know, we were uh, approached by someone that was really successful on the evangelical side of of the prayer and meditation uh, market. And he converted to Catholicism and wanted to seek a partner that could deliver a Catholic version. So knowing that the infrastructure was there, he met with a friend who runs a, a, a large apostolate, and that gentleman said, you need to reach out to Dr. Tim Gray at the Augustine Institute. I, I think this would be a good partnership. So we launched it. It's daily mass readings, it's a number of different prayers that are being added to daily, there's Bible in a year, there is uh, dramatized audio, uh, but all of this stuff, even though it's a very diverse list of things <laughs> that are going on in the app, 
our core is, once again, we're trying to help people build habits and be able to enter into that level of deep spirituality, learn their Catholic faith, and then be able to spread it as part of the new evangelization. So uh, mm-hmm. we're very, very excited to have that uh, out there and just be able to add to it daily. So, Excellent. Now, as you mentioned, people are, are very busy with other things, and uh, resources like this are trying to cater to them. Um, if, you could, if we could drill down a little bit deeper here, and we'll have to step aside in a couple of minutes for a break, but um, before we do that, if there are one or two particular elements that, uh, practically speaking, you think uh, people could really benefit from once they look around on the Amen app. The first thing is the daily Mass readings that are typically anywhere from four to six minutes long. And what we've done after the readings are read, then we have Lectio Divina, just, you know, maybe four or five questions that people can think about. We're talking four to six minutes, that's it. So that's a great place to start where people can just pause, listen to the readings, and actually reflect on them. And then the other element that I think is very strong is kind of that nightly routine. So that kind of addresses the morning routine. We also have nightly routine where uh, we have a feature called Evening Psalms that people can fall asleep to, uh, you know, listening to that. And we also have sleep stories. So we've got the beginning of the day and the end of the day. So that's, I think, a good starting point for many, many busy people. Right. It's a way of sort of sanctifying one's uh, daily experience. Yeah. Exactly. Um, very good. Um, now, I also brought up here, you have a personal website, and, and I want to hear a little bit about if you can get us started kind of on a, a background of, of your journey, um, you know, what uh, maybe is, is most uh, compelling about uh, how you got to where you are at this stage in your life and in your uh, discipleship with Christ. Yeah, so I was a cradle Catholic and fell away for 10, 12, maybe even more, <laughs> more years away from the faith, and I was in a non-denominational church with my wife, and through a series of radical uh, experiences, God was calling me to something much greater. And so just two years ago, I reverted to the faith, and my wife converted last year, and mm. the whole story was about finally obeying God, and, and that's how I ended up where I am, is just... A very difficult journey, but a journey of just trying to stay prayerful and listen with the best of my ability to God's God's direction. I also see that you um, are uh, proposing making yourself available for uh, a speaking uh, appearances, uh, a speaking apostolate. Uh, what kinds of settings uh, would you envision that uh, you know being uh, tailored to most? Uh, tailored to men, that where I can just address men that, let's say, they grew up Catholic and they're maybe disillusioned about what the Church teaches, because in this society, it seems that headlines are driving what people believe. And so whether it's this app I was just talking about, or the mm-hmm. Augustine Institute, or any other speaker that's out there that can really help men defend the faith and learn the faith, that's when it comes to apologetics and understanding the Reformation, I really like to focus in on on all of those times in history where people felt that, oh, this group is failing, so I'm going to go do it on my own. And we can see the fruit of, of that in so many different areas. So 
my focus is just to help men understand you got to stay you got to stay and you got to pray so well, folks, we're just getting started in this great conversation as we have Eddie Trask with us from the Augustine Institute, and we'll be hearing more from him after this break. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, I'm Father James Kubicki, and I'm a Jesuit priest, the director of St. Francis Mission on the Rosebud Reservation in the Rapid City Diocese. And I've been a priest since 1983, and I have to say that it's one of the joys of my life. I didn't enter the Jesuits with priesthood in mind. I was open to being a brother as well. But through my formation, the Lord showed me that through my priesthood, I would be able to touch people in some of the most important moments of their lives. Moments such as coming into the church, moments of reconciliation. But I think the high point of my life as a priest is to be able to celebrate the Eucharist and bring to people Jesus' real presence in a way that helps them to see themselves also as the body of Christ. So I'd invite anyone who's listening to please pray for an increase of calls to the priesthood and please pray for your priests. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross, priests of the Diocese of Fargo. And we are in the midst of a conversation with Eddie Trask who has been telling us about the Amen app that the Augustine Institute is making available and uh, that he's had a hand in with regard to uh, helping to uh, produce and promote its content. Um, If we can just uh, wrap up something as we were starting to visit before the break here, Eddie, about uh, your experience of being a cradle Catholic, having um, stepped aside from active practice uh, as a Catholic, and then having come to the faith and with your uh, wife joining you just uh, recently, um, how did the Augustine Institute uh, play into this with regard to your recent history? How how did you uh, connect with them? Question. So last September, we were watching Forms. We were watching a series on Forms called True Reformers, and it was about St. Thomas More. And the quality of the production 
just stunned me. And I told my wife, I said, I never, I never saw the Catholic uh, apostolates were producing at this level. No offense to anyone. Mm-hmm. And and she proceeded. She was exhausted. She proceeded to fall asleep after about fifteen minutes. And I enjoyed the rest of that show. But there was something in that show. There was something in that environment that spoke to me, and I felt God was putting something on my heart, convicted me of something. About a week later, my wife looked at me and said, you, I, I feel that you should go back to school, and I think you should apply at the Augustine Institute. And that moment, what she said at that moment, combined with what I experienced during that, that episode of True Reformers, I said, there's something happening here. So I ended up applying. I started at the Augustine Institute this past uh, spring and was looking for work this summer and reached out to a friend. And my friend said, you need to reach out to Dr. Tim Gray if you're looking for work. Maybe he has something. And then about two, three weeks later, I got a call to see if I wanted to help launch an app. Okay. I I can't even explain it, really. It's just (laughs) God has done some amazing things. Eddie, could you could you share with some of our listeners? You could um, I know other various people who have gone through the Augustine Institute experience and how transformative it has been. Could could you just walk us through kind of like as you show up there and as you meet other people? And wh- what is it you go through? You experience when you go to the Augustine Institute, and why does it transform your life so much? I think it has everything to do with the leadership. Uh, these professors. They eat, breathe, live Catholic life. They are devout. So that comes across in their lectures. And their lectures are not, therefore, dry. They are so practical. They will bring in their own personal stories to the lectures and to each week's uh, different readings. And that's one element. The other element is this intense focus on the lives of the saints. For me... That is probably the, the, the almost the apex of everything, because all of us are wondering, how do we get through this, that, or the other? How do we persevere? And bringing in the feast days, bringing in the lives of the saints, along with what I was just saying about the professors and their practical uh, stories, it just makes it comprehensive, and it makes you very grateful to be a Catholic. Yeah. And we're uh, for those who are just tuning in. We are visiting with Eddie Trask from the Augustine Institute, as he's been employed, I guess, for not very long here, just a few months, from what you indicated with the uh, app Amen that uh, the Augustine Institute has produced. And even though it hasn't been very long, I'm sure that you've been getting some feedback, maybe uh, informal testimonials of um, uh, people's experience uh, uh, with the app. Uh, are there any of those in particular that come to mind that you would like to share with us? Yes, and let me see if I could just pull up this one that I I just shared with the team this morning. This is probably my favorite. The Amen app is fantastic. I have tried so many other Catholic apps. They just don't seem to fit what I need. Your choices are better in the way that they connect with my spirituality and the depth of my family's spirituality. The disciplines of spirituality on every level, from the Rosary to the Divine Mercy to the Daily Mass readings um, and the Lectio Divina, the, she's basically saying it's just so diverse. And then the options for music, meditation, sleep, 
and recording on a journal and sending it to myself is awesome. I can do this on the run. And then she ends with, thank you for an app I can relate to. So that's the type of review that really excites us because we were trying, you, you want to launch with something that's robust, but it doesn't overwhelm the user. And that's very difficult to do because you have so much great content you want to share and, and you just want to make sure that everyone knows that like you drinking have, from a yeah, fire hose, basically. Right? That's right. That's, right. that's yeah. right. So when we get that comment, and we get comments about people finally pausing their lives to listen because they just needed that extra nudge, that, that's the type of review that, again, really excites us and, and propels us to put new content up uh, based on what the users are sharing. And that's not just lip service. We we take all of these feature requests and all these comments, and we're going to let it inform where we take the app. So mm-hmm. I think that that's really positive. And so Excellent. we rely on that. And, and in fact, that's what I constantly ask for is reviews. You know, once you install it, review it, please. I mean, that's how this app will reach uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of uh, Catholics. What what is your your target audience? I mean, is it uh, is it young people, middle aged people, older people, active Catholics, non active Christians in general? I mean, who 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 is likely to come upon this or be the ones who are the uh, consumers of your app? I think I don't want to say all of the above because we do have some family content that addresses the the young generation, but right. because of the diversity of the narrators, we have a lot of mature narrators and young-sounding narrators, I think that that's one aspect that would bring in a demographic anywhere from 25 to 64 and beyond. But I think the core demographic is probably going to be those that are active uh, church participants. And then my hope is that those would be the conduit to get other people that are just coming to the faith or they're trying to reignite their faith, get those people on the app as well. But I think the the devout uh, lay Catholics got to be able to spread the word, be able to test it out, and and really give a good recommendation mm-hmm. to others. If that if that makes sense, right? So there are people who perhaps have a sort sort of a foundation. They uh, have a routine, but they're they're thirsting for something more. Yes, excellent. <laughs> that's that's right. All right. Well, Amen is the name of the app that is produced through the Augustine Institute. And boy, uh, Father Leffer and I can certainly tell that there are some um, uh, bright uh, uh, horizons ahead for you in terms of the great things that uh, the Lord has in, in mind for you with the Augustine Institute and beyond that. So, Eddie Trask, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to visit with us and blessings to you and your uh, ministry. Same to you. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent. All right. We always need to be connected to something to to help us out. And rather than to just issue the technology, let's dive in and make something available. Absolutely. It's it's, it's inspiring to see people, whether it's the Augustine Institute or others, who are taking their God-given gifts and talents and abilities, and they are... um, spreading the word so many good things happening you just have to uh shine the light on them so if we're going to be on our our cell phones 20 hours a day why not why not have (laughs) do something productive (laughs) something that'll actually uh help you connect with god there you go well as we're wrapping things up we're going to toss to eli in command central for a preview of our next show
Hey, thanks, Father. Great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Brian Christensen and Karen Gibis coming to you live from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, South Dakota. They'll start off the show visiting with Bishop Andrew Cousins, and he'll reflect on being named the next bishop of the Diocese of Crookston. Then Father Ed Venorni of the Diocese of Rapid City will share his unique journey to the priesthood. Plus, some more priests will join us to reflect on St. John Paul II and how he shaped the lives of a whole generation. All that and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be Friday morning here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Very good. Father Gross, speaking of St. John Paul II tomorrow, his feast day, we had George Weigel just recently. Can you give us a 30-second synopsis of, of this in, incredible, intense experience? Yeah, it was Father really a, a fanboy experience, I think, for a lot of us priests there as part of what we call our presbyterate days, um, which happened uh, at the end of September in Jamestown, a central location for our diocese. And uh, George Weigel was really putting a lot of things in perspective historically, not only with the, um, uh, the life of Pope John Paul the second, but uh, going back beyond that and just various epics within um, and eras within church history, you know, and it's a lot of things that you might think, well, yeah, I've heard it all before, but the way that he was able to uh, distill and uh, integrate that information was terrific. And he's definitely a name dropper. Yes. <laughs> Every name he drops, whether it's Cardinal so-and-so or Pope so-and-so. I, I had whatever, lunch whatever. with, like, I had my, dinner my, with. My, my, good, my, my good buddy Bobby, I mean Bishop Barron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's someone who happens to know a lot of uh, a, a lot of people, right? So uh, <laughs> it no, was that a was blast. A, it was a blast. So. Yes, yes, and uh, again, probably the most noteworthy publication of his was the um, uh, kind of definitive biography of Pope Saint John Paul II, Witness to Hope, and then there was a sequel, The End and the Beginning. So if you take those two together, and uh, if you have the physical books, it can be a little intimidating because they're heavy tomes, but he does such a great job with the material. So thank you very much, folks, for listening to our program today. It is always a joy. It's a privilege for us to be able to share this time with you uh, when we are able to. So we ask for God's blessings upon your families, upon your workplaces, and that uh, the Lord may keep you safe. May his blessing remain with you always, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Until next time, God bless you and your families. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.